good morning good afternoon or good evening depending on what time you're listening to this my name is Tepo H Maloa and welcome to yet another episode of the frozen thoughts diary designed for intimacy that's what i would like to speak to you about today intimacy into me you see into me i see intimacy i believe that we were all designed for intimacy that sense of closeness that sense of togetherness which is so synonymous with intimacy but what exactly is intimacy is it love is it sex is it passion is it what is intimacy why is it so important how does one find intimacy how does one get over the fear of intimacy how do we know that we were designed for intimacy these are all the questions i would like to tackle with you today these are the things i would like to speak about with you today intimacy according to the dictionary it is a close familiarity or friendship synonymous with attachment with familiarity with warmth with companionship with affection understanding synonymous as well with love making sex or sexual intercourse it is a closeness like a close relationship a close attachment or a close friendship now intimacy demands that you open up to another and it is for this reason that so many people have such a deep fear of intimacy it implies letting someone else get so close to us to that they are able to see our secrets and hidden places within our hearts an intimate relationship means that we are willing to let go of our defenses and be seen by another for who we are including all our vulnerabilities and all our weaknesses into me you see which can be terrifying for many people i know that intimacy can cause lots of fear it can even cause other people to shut down in feelings and other people to be completely overwhelmed but how can we not be as we grow up so often times we trust ourselves and trust our hearts to so many people in friendships in in relationships in love in families uh we open ourselves up and we we get attached to people and we feel that we have an understanding and we, we feel that we have a a, a a confidentiality a a sense of closeness and only to go and be betrayed and when you have allowed yourself to be that vulnerable and show your weaknesses by being intimate with another and you are hurt it leads one often times to withdrawing and building walls around your heart and building walls around the hearts to avoid being hurt on that same level again so many people are walking around with walls built around their heart intended to protect them from hurt intended to protect them from disappointment and resentment and and further pain when in fact instead of protecting them from all of these things over time they begin to realize that they've actually been building the walls 
which have kept them from living their lives freely. They come to realize that they are building the walls around their hearts which have kept them from freely expressing themselves, from freely feeling emotions, from freely being themselves, from truly being who they are without fear. Now, intimacy is needed because it is through all kinds of intimacy that we are able to be our best self. Intimacy is designed to help us become aware of who we are. It is designed to help us grow. It is designed to help us grow capacity. It is designed to help us gain a new understanding. Think about it. When you are intimate with another person, getting to know one another closely, getting to understand what they think, how they think, what motivates them, it is intimacy. And when you have that level of intimacy with your lover or with a parent, you also have provision. You you also have healing. You have understanding. You have clarity. And this is why intimacy is so important even in children it is it has been demonstrated that we all need intimacy now designed for intimacy what makes me say that we were designed for intimacy for the longest of time i i, I used to wonder what the bible truly meant when god said in the book of genesis when he said let us make man in our own image in our own likeness and the lord god formed man of the dust of of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the spirit of life and man became a living soul so now this is the first question i i i i asked myself when i read the scripture or as i as i kept thinking about the scriptures let us make man and then it, i asked myself who is this saying us and how can one being say us and what is this likeness what is this image of god and how could it be that i am made in the image in the likeness of god and god is so great and god created the heavens and the earth and, and it's such questions i had asked myself and very soon you'll understand why it has led me to understanding that indeed we were designed for intimacy It says in the book of Genesis 2 verse 7 that and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and he breathed into his nostrils the spirit of life and man became a living soul so God formed us he formed us with his own hands and then he breathed his nostrils the spirit of life so God gave us his spirit so that and then when he gave us his spirit we had we became a living soul so generally actually we are a living soul and god has breathed his spirit in us so that we can connect to him so maybe the spirit of god in us is some kind of wifi some kind of godfi which keeps us connected to him unlike animals or plants or any other living creatures that we know of they do not have an awareness of god because only we were made in the image of god and only we were breathed into the spirit of life by god in his image and as a result i asked myself as well so 
we have spirit so that we can remain connected to God. But who is this image? What is this likeness of God that we are made in? And then that's when I began to understand the nature of God. The nature of God works in three parts. is a holy trinity, Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. All three are separate entities, but all three cannot be separated from one, one another because all three make God, God. And in the same way, we are made in the image of God that we are mind, body, and spirit. And I thought of this for a while and I, I began to understand that maybe we're not even supposed to be bored. Maybe we are meant to be self-sustained in the sense that even God was self-sustained in him by himself before creation was even there. So he was just chilling in in, in, in in silence or in darkness for an eternity and he spoke everything into existence after careful thought and then on the fifth day uh, he on the sixth day he realized that there was no one to uh, admire his works of art like he can so he created man in his own image so that he can marvel at his own creation for eternity remembering that god is an artist so knowing that god is an artist who created the heavens and the earth for his glory, for his pleasure. It also gives you an understanding that maybe God gave us all seven senses, the ability to see, to hear, to taste, to touch, and, and, and to feel, and the ability to, to, to sense balance, to, to have intuition as well, so that we can be able to connect better with him, so that we can have a better relationship with him. Maybe God allows us to have all seven senses, so that we we can enjoy the glory of his creation, so that we can feel the sunshine on the surface of our skin, so that we can feel the caress of a fresh breeze of air, so that we can feel the air as it fills up our lungs, and so that we can feel the heat, and so we can taste beautiful food and marvel at this beautiful life we have been given. We are given all the senses that we have so that we can have an increased level of intimacy with our surrounding and with God. In effect, further elaborate the fact that indeed we were designed for intimacy. Even the Bible attests to what I'm saying in the book of John 15, 4-6, where it says that abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot fall as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch that withers. And... The branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. Abide in me, and I abide in you. So God is the branch, meaning that these were words by Jesus Christ himself. And when you think of it, that he had came here to teach us to abide in him, in his teachings, in his principles, that he was teaching us to be intimate with him, with his word, with his teachings, with his presence, so that we can bear much fruit. Now think of it, the trees, an orange tree is planted with its destiny already within it. 
it knows that it's going to bear fruits and it's going to bear orange fruits that's that an orange fruit does not bear apples or something's completely wrong there and then a lion knows very well that what it's what it has to do is to go get food reproduce uh, mate reproduce sleep die and unlike any unlike all the other living creatures that we know of we as human beings have got that gift of choice we have got that gift of choice and that what makes us that's what makes us human beings that gift of choice that ability to worship god that ability to envision the future that's what makes us like god that's how we are made in the likeness of god also in the book of ecclesiastes 3:11 it says he has made everything beautiful in its own time he has planted eternity in the heart of man but no man can see the full picture of god from beginning to end so everything is beautiful in its own time and eternity is in your heart so god plants you with eternity and then he goes on to say in the same way that he says in jeremiah 29:11 that for i know the plans that i have for you declares the lord plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope so god gives birth to us he allows us to come into this world with all this great potential this great majestic unknown untapped potential within all of us but unlike he does with the with the plants or with the other animals which are reactionary animals which live on primal instincts he gives us the gift of free will but then we can plan our future but then only his purpose prevails I believe he does this so that we can tend to him so that we can abide in him. He plants eternity in our heart, but he does not let us see the full picture from beginning to end. He has great plans for us, for our future to give us a hope, but only he knows those plans. Why? So that we can abide in him, so that we can depend on him. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. In James 4 verse 8 it says, and this is, it says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. All this is so that we can build a, a intimacy, we, so that we can have a level of intimacy with God. And we need to understand that it starts by us making the choice. to draw near to him he's always seeking for us god is always hunting for us it says in the uh, book of genesis that the 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 glory of god the voice of god used to walk around the garden of eden and adam and eve could communicate with god like a friend like he walked around and they spoke to him like a friend they had a level of intimacy and it was only when that level of intimacy was broken that man fell out of fell in sin that he fell out of glory where everything began to fall wrong that when everything began to go wrong and then that's when god immediately began the plan of uh, of of salvation of redeeming us and this is why christ came so that he can help us build the right kind of intimacy Now going back to understanding the fact that we are three like God mind body and spirit God who is father son and holy spirit think of it so we've got the spirit and then God gives us the holy spirit so that we can connect with him always we've got the mind and God had given us uh 
the sun uh, i would say that the mind is is the same is close to being like the father in that he makes all the decisions uh, the same way the mind does and i would say the body would be more like the like the sun in the sense that he came to earth in human form and i'd say the holy spirit in the sense that it cannot it is not tangible that it cannot it cannot be held it's it's spirit and this all just gives you a glimpse into understanding that indeed you were never meant to be alone indeed we were meant to understand that we are more than powerful you see the number 3 which is what designs us the number 3 stands for creative power for wisdom for understanding and for manifestation this is why it stands for completion for for a an overcoming and a moving forward of energy we have art science and spirit <clears throat> excuse me and then we've got morning day and night we've got beginning middle and end we've got the past the present and the future we've got the father the son and the holy spirit and then it helps you understand that indeed completion comes through intimacy now when we lose intimacy with god when we don't have the necessary kind of intimacy with god we we are ostracized we are like a a vine that has lost all its branches yes i know that intimacy can cause fear but uh, rather than exploring that longed for togetherness uh, uh, for some people it can be it can be better to just draw away and be in isolation sometimes isolation is better than intimacy for some people because it can get all too overwhelming causing them to retreat back into uh, into a separate corner and uh, make it hesitant to reach out again especially when one has been hurt due to trusting and being vulnerable and uh, and allowing a level of intimacy with another who was not ready or who did not know how to embrace it or who did not know how to to love or how to receive such kind of love when one has been broke has been hurt through such levels of intimacy before it becomes very hard it can cause a lot of fear but when one pushes through that pain when one goes through that pain uh, despite the hurt despite the intimate relationships which have failed either friendships relationships or family when one goes through all of those eventually it begins to learn that intimacy is what we are all born for to have intimacy with nature to have intimacy with animals with other human beings to have intimacy with ourselves now understanding that we are mind body and spirit it is very important because only when there is the right kind of intimacy between the three forces which make us who we are can we truly be complete human beings can we truly be happy Uh, a fulfilled and satisfied human beings when our body um when our physical being is is, is in a good place when our soulical being is in a good place and when our spirit being is in a good place and all three are in a good place only then can we truly find fulfillment in our lives because you see if you are to say that you know me that you know tepo then it means that you need to know tapo on all three levels the mind the body and the spirit and of all the three the 
spirit is the most important then comes the soul or the mind and then comes the body now the spirit this is where love lives this is where you find meaning and purpose for your life and this is where the holy spirit within you lives and remember love is a spiritual affair because god is love hence love lives in the spirit and then we have the soul the soul this is where your 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 emotions this is where your your subconscious and conscious mind lives this is where your beliefs your attitudes and 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 your your free will this is where your choices are are, are based and then we've got the body the physical level this is where all your seven senses okay your ability to 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 have your skin to have the sensations on your skin the ability to hear sounds and to be able to speak the ability to be able to see that's where all the other senses uh that's where all your what you are fed that's how you feed the soul and that's how you keep the spirit man intact through the senses the physical intimacy is the least important so it means that if you are to know tepo you need to know tepo on a spiritual level on a soulical level and then on the physical level because the physical intimacy is only designed to keep the soul and the spiritual connection or the spiritual intimacy intact so we get it wrong when we try and start it the other way around when we try and build relationships first by getting physically intimate when there's nothing to be built upon when there's nothing to be sealing or solidifying as far as the spiritual connection and the soulical connection because so often times people tend to confuse intimacy for uh, uh, or love and they tend to confuse biological reactions going on in their bodies for love or, or for genuine intimacy and nothing could be further from the truth because what so many people tend to confuse for for love or for intimacy often times it's nothing but biological reactions and if i may just touch on that a bit um uh, what people tend to confuse for love or for for those feelings of euphoria or intimacy it's actually nothing but a chemistry of love it's nothing but hormones such as dopamine serotonin testosterone and estrogen which is responsible for people feeling the way they feel and those things they don't last they only last for a couple of months what we call oftentimes the infatuation phase and the infatuation phase oftentimes it's perpetuated by physical intimacy and i just want to elaborate the danger of it by letting you understand the biology of of love the biology of infatuation all these hormones dopamine serotonin testosterone estrogen and we've got hormones like uh, norepinephrine which is responsible for the adrenaline the sweaty palms and the racy heart that you get when you see that option of your affection that love of your life and then we've got dopamine dopamine this is where the word dope comes from which is found in cocaine in fact the effect of dopamine when you are in love or when you are infatuated it affects your brain in the same way as if you had took cocaine this is why you cannot help but feel good you're always feeling butterflies and excitable it it basically affects the way your brain processes and controls your emotional responses it 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 controls your your ability to express pleasure and pain 
and it's that feel-good hormone and then we also have hormones like phenyl uh, which is responsible for the dizzying feelings associated with romantic love it it increases your physical and emotional energy it's it's responsible for that roller coaster of chaotic intense contradictory and sometimes uncontrollable feelings it it, it it's 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 responsible for you constantly wanting to feel that that joy that happiness that you get uh, whenever you're with this person this object this object of your affection then we've got two more hormones which are serotonin and oxytocin serotonin is responsible for your happiness it makes you want to be with your love with your object of affection it it it's 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 for it's responsible for one for you wanting to care for this person for you wanting to pick this person up and wanting to 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 to, to be to bring to motivate them when they are down uh, to, it helps you feel good and be satisfied with the love of your life and then we've got oxytocin which i believe is uh the most dangerous hormone and yet the most bliss uh the most blissful hormone which is secreted as well Oxytocin is the same hormone which is secreted between mother and child when uh, when mother is given birth. It is responsible for keeping the bond between mother and child strong so that the mother does not uh, become overwhelmed as the child is crying at night, so that she does not become uh, distinct, distant and so that she does not become detached from her own child who is needing her support and her nature. That hormone is secreted each time the child is uh, breastfeeding. And that hormone is also secreted between two adults or two people when they are intimate physically, when they are intimate sexually. That hormone is also secreted. Now, the problem of starting, of getting intimate on the physical level first is that you get physically connected to this person and then you've got a strong bond. And you've got a strong bond for this person whom you do not know yet on a soulical level. Meaning you don't know their fears, you don't know their their motivations, you don't necessarily know their dreams. You don't really know what drives them. You don't know how they react under certain circumstances. You don't really know their beliefs, their, their, their hopes, their fears. And you cannot be intimate on that level when it's already been closed off on the first phase. So because you don't know them on this level and yet you have such a strong bond, six months, eight months, nine months done, a year down, a year later, you, you the, the body stops secreting all of those hormones that were mainly secreted during all the times that you were intimate. And when it stops secreting, you start to see things on a more sober st- with a more sober light. That guy who was so sensitive is suddenly a crybaby. Uh, that that guy was just so chilled out. Suddenly, quite a lazy guy. That 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 person who was so sensitive is crying. Is suddenly just overly emotional. It is such things. Uh, it's such reasons that it, that it's so important that when you are building any form of intimacy or any form of relationship, you start on the other end. That you invite God with the spirit man that you let god be the center because when god comes in and you are born again through jesus christ who comes to save the soul he aligns your beliefs he aligns your thoughts he aligns your attitudes he aligns your choices he aligns your subconscious mind and then you'd be right in spirit and now it goes to tell you that genuine intimacy 
genuine intimacy starts with God. And then when you have genuine intimacy with God, you have the correct kind of light of yourself, kind of understanding of what your identity is. And when you know who you are and your soul is in the right place, then you can begin to have the right kind of intimacy with anything in the physical world being be it the outside world the physical natural world or people in the outside world be it a lover friends or family intimacy is what we are born for but when intimacy is not done right we we stand the chance of suffering deeply so because you see we need to understand that intimacy is designed to help us grow it's designed to help us be aware of who we are it's designed to help bring clarity to our lives it's designed to help us have healing it's designed to elevate us to new levels of glory it's designed to help us be aware this is why the bible say says abide in me and i will abide in you abide in me and i will abide in you it is so important at all times that we never forget that we were created for god by god for god and we need to always know that by when we are disconnected from his spirit then we are as good as dead it's like a phone that is off or that has got no network it's pointless and in the same way we need to keep our spiritual antenna alive so that we can remain connected to god so that we can remain intimate with god because in intimacy with god there is provision in intimacy with god there is lack of fear when we are intimate with god we have better understanding of the world around us now you need to know that every one of your senses is designed to help you get closer to god it's designed to help you have a greater level of intimacy with god in fact in the book of Uh, Psalm 63 verse 1 to 11 you can get to see how vivid David was how alive David was as far as all of his senses are concerned he says oh god you are my god earnestly i seek you my soul thirsts for you my flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary below beholding your power and glory because your steadfast love is better than life my lips will praise you so I will bless you as long as I live in your name I will lift up my hands my soul will be satisfied with the fat and as with fat and rich food and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips now think about this how david thirsts how his flesh faints how he is in a dry and weary land where there is no water how uh, how he will his lips will praise god that he's using all of his senses for the glory of god to build his intimacy with god and it was jesus christ in the book of john 17:22 to 23 just to reemphasize that indeed we were designed for intimacy it says that the glory that you have given me i have given to them that they may be one even as we are one i in them and you in me that they may 
become perfectly one so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you loved me. So God, Jesus Christ himself, is reiterating the whole issue of us needing to abide in him. So we need to abide in him in the same way that he abides with God. We need to abide in him so that we can be one with him in the same way that he is one with God. We were designed for intimacy. We were designed for intimacy. However, we need to understand that intimacy is not feeling. Being intimate is, is characterized, characterized by, uh, by closeness or friendship by a relationship and, and a good association. It is deeply personal and private and, and, and the state of intimacy relates from, from a close study or, or familiarity with something or someone. To be intimate with someone or, or something means you know its, its inner and outer workings. It means that you know uh, the person's dislikes and pleasures and their pains, their hopes and their, fe- and their fears. That's what intimacy is about. It's about getting an understanding and, and getting to know. It's about getting to uh, to understand the ins and outs of what makes this work. It 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 intimacy or feeling and all the senses that we use they are nothing but a doorway to to greater intimacy. Our ability to hear allows us to be intimate with other people. Our ability to speak, it allows us to share what is within our soul and our ability to see and to taste and to touch. These are the senses which help us navigate the world. And if we are open to feeling, if we are open to to our senses, if we just take a few moments to to, to acknowledge our senses and feel the energy within our thoughts, believe me, you will begin to un- to find beauty in intimacy, and not just intimacy with God, not just intimacy intimacy with self or with others, but intimacy with the world. You begin to understand that you are one with all of the universe, and when you have that level of intimacy and all of your senses are alive you will begin to understand that too often we block uh, we block out the most beautiful things from our lives because we were afraid of intimacy and eventually you begin to understand that you've robbed yourself so much of your creative powers of your uh, educational powers you've robbed you've robbed yourself so much uh, of all that you can give and of all that you must give and we just need to, to learn to realign ourselves to who we truly are, to who God says we are, and we'll find a new level of intimacy like we've never known. We'll find a new level of intimacy like we've never known. Because without feeling, there's no motivation to create, hence we have all our senses. And as we, as we open ourselves to, to feeling, to, to hearing the sound of God, as we open ourselves up to discerning the voice of God, we will find our creative powers increase and, and we must be open to feeling and surrender ourselves to our senses in order to reach new heights of creativity, in order to reach new heights of awareness. Because you see, creation can never be done by, can never be done alone. Intimacy is necessary. 
even when God created all the living creatures, you realize that everything was based on intimacy, on relationships. Plants cannot grow without the soil. The fish cannot live or survive without the water. And the animals cannot survive without the plants. The plants the, the plants cannot survive without the ground. And then when it came to us human beings, God gave us everything that we need. He blew his breath into us. He blew his breath into us so that we can always be connected to him. And he is the very air that we breathe. He is the very air that we breathe. Isn't it very isn't it ironic that scientists say they can st- they study life biology so they call it and yet they still cannot explain the breath of life nor can they bring anyone back from the dead intimacy into me you see into me see then he goes on to say draw near to me and i will draw near to thee so we need to understand that intimacy is designed to help us be the best that we can be it is designed to help us elevate to new levels of glory and god gave us the spirit he blew his breath into us into humanity because we were intended to live in two separate realms we were supposed to live in the natural being earth and the spiritual and be able to foresee the future and be able to live in harmony and live back in the garden of eden since christ died for our sins we just need to exercise our spiritual senses be able to discern the voice of god when he speaks to us be able to align our vision and our perception of the world as far as the things of god and where god is taking us it does say in the book of second corinthians 4:18 that we fix our eyes not on what is seen but on what is seen for what is seen is temporary but what is unseen is eternal and it is for this reason that we need to have a a deepened level of intimacy with god that we may be able to foresee what god is doing for us so that we may be able to hear what god is doing for us so that we may be able to discern what is god what god is doing with it for us it is of paramount importance that we learn to grow our intimacy with God. God says that we are God's aroma of Christ. We are God's aromas of Christ among those being saved and those perishing. So you just being a believer is like a, a beautiful aroma of Christ to the nose of God. and you need to understand that the sense of smell is more it's, it's a more intimate sense than most other senses for it becomes a part of you uh, imagine the smell of rain or the smell of bread and even holiness has a fragrance and by learning to be intimate with god and allowing ourselves a level of intimacy with god our prayers become incense in golden bowls before god's throne and may my prayer be like incense may our prayers be like incense in the lifting up of god's glory in the adoration of god's glory may we never be afraid of intimacy
If anything, may we grow in intimacy. Most importantly, intimacy with God, intimacy with self, intimacy with the physical world. Isaiah 55 verse 1 to 6 says, Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. For he who has money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen diligently to me and eat what is good and delight yourself in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear that your soul may live and I will make you, I'll make with you an everlasting covenant. My steadfast sure love for David. Behold, I made him a witness to the people, a leader and commander for the peoples. Behold, you shall call a nation that you do not know, and a nation that you did not know shall run to you because of the Lord your God and of the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Now with that said, I just want to remind you that you were designed for intimacy. Think of all the senses that you have. You were designed, they were given to you so that you can have a heightened level of intimacy. God blew his breath in you so that you can have a level of intimacy and connection with him. When children are born, they have a need for intimacy. They stretch out to their parents needing a hug, a warm touch when they are crying or or just to be held and told they'll be okay when they are in pain because we all need that level of intimacy. It is of paramount importance because it's in this level of intimacy that we can truly find ourselves. Yes, it it comes in with a lot of fear. It, it, it can be terrifying at times. But when you have fully grounded yourself in God and your soul is fully grounded and you have intricate level of intimacy by yourself, then I assure you that no level of intimacy with anyone or anything on the outside world can ever threaten what is within. For remember, mind, body and spirit. Anything that happens within the first two phases is what makes you, because remember, you are a living soul. You have a spirit and a body is just where you live. Learn to have genuine intimacy in your life. Learn to unmask yourself in order to make yourself vulnerable, in order to be able to trust more and love more and, and to be more secure in your relationship with God, in your relationship with yourself and your relationship with those around you. And, and don't be afraid of that sense of closeness and proximity or that sense of oneness and unity with the ones who have loved you and shown you love. Don't be afraid of sharing tenderness and caring and affection. Don't be afraid of sharing your secrets and hidden feelings and private thoughts with those you love, with, the, with your soulmate or your love or, or the love of your life. And don't be afraid to, to, to be free, freely offering and receiving of, of one another. Don't be, don't be afraid to, to create a, a safe environment uh, which is 
build on mutual respect and recognition and approval of each other's need to be to be a sexual being or a, an intellectual being or an emotional being uh, don't be afraid of that level of intimacy uh, it is what allows us to open up to higher levels of our consciousness it's what allows us to elevate to new levels of of consciousness of of creativity and of being and you will always know that there is a good level of intimacy in a relationship when it is continuously uh founded and it's con- continuously you can see that there's honest communication and you can contact uh, uh you contact one another frequently you want to hear from one another that there is uh, an affinity or attraction to one another which uh which happens at the exclusion of everybody else that is the level of intimacy uh that can be seen uh, in any good relationship and uh, the ability to be willing to share to discuss and to enjoy uh, uh conversations and even tough topics with one another to have that sense of humor such things are the little things in life which makes life life which allows us to enjoy the joys of intimacy intimacy into me i see into you i see i wish you the best intimacy possible in any one of your relationships in every one of your relationships may all your intimate relationships emotionally physically sexually intellectually may they be fulfilled but most of all may you realize that you were born to have intimacy with god and when you have that intimacy with god right everything else falls into place your relationships it start to have better purpose and direction and you you live a more satisfied and fulfilled life because this is what true intimacy is supposed to bring out of you and it's supposed to give to you it is a beautiful thing it is a beautiful thing to share a level of intimacy with someone you can trust with someone who can love you back with someone who knows how to embrace that love with someone who knows where to start with, with someone who knows how to love you despite your your flaws someone who knows how to uh to embrace you despite your imperfections and bad decisions that might have been made when you have that level of intimacy you will begin to see why it is that god truly is love because with that level of intimacy comes wisdom comes knowledge comes faith comes healing miracles and prophecy comes tongues and uh, it comes a whole new level of discernment with that level of god centered god centered intimacy uh, where when that level of intimacy comes upon you and is god centered the spirit of love the fruits of love cannot help but manifest in your life the spirit of love of joy of peace of patience of kindness of goodness and faithfulness and and gentleness and 
and that spirit of self-control, all of those things become apparent. They manifest within you when the level of intimacy with God has risen. When your level of intimacy with God has begun to define your life. So, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. My name is Tepo H. Malawa and welcome to yet another episode of Frozen Thoughts.